0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Start that motherfucker.
1: Oh, people at home! What's up with that? Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary! Let's get it out!
2: Move to the music! Play
1: the music! Move it to the music! Welcome to Monday Night Rawley! Woo! Yo ho ho and a bottle of Dom! Bro! The new day! Let me talk to you! If I could be serious for a minute. For the love of God, stay away from the deep of dogs.
2: Move to the music, play the music, move it to the music, yeah. Acknowledge me. Oh,
0: ladies and gentlemen, welcome back show that DWI podcast my name is PC Tunney I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the proper shirt wearing of the United States of damn damn dare Americas and I am joined as always by the man the myth legend the other half of the world's greatest tag team never it's him it is him it does be DPP
3: what is that does America what's on the shirt there can't uh Oh,
0: that's like Schoolhouse Rock. Ah, nice. I like yep. it. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, they just celebrated their 50th anniversary a few a uh, few weeks ago on television, Jesus. so shout out to them. And if you like shows from the 70s, like Schoolhouse Rock, make sure you tune into Bandwagon Nerds, where we're doing the final week of that 70s project tv shows from the 70s we broke it down into five categories go ahead and back and listen Uh, schoolhouse rock was on everybody's variety list we started week one with variety week two was drama week three was family last week was action and this week we always finish it off because everyone here at the chair shot more or less is a big fan of comedy this week we're doing the top 70 comedy tv shows 70s comedy tv shows so tune on into that Monday morning bandwagon nerds plug nice well done well done I did yeah, listen, to, listen to one a couple weeks <laughs> ago and
3: uh like the the fat Albert was one of my one of my favorites that you guys talked about was it the family was yeah, it, it family family for, I don't remember Was when it family? I, I didn't realize I, you guys were breaking I, it down into categories
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I it's supposed to be family tv shows like shows you'd watch with your family and oh, yeah. I turned it in and I turned it into a list of TV shows with families on it. <laughs> That's right. Now I remember that. Yep, you sure did. I like the accompanying music that you played. That was good stuff. Yes. Yeah, we've been doing that now too. I don't know. That week, did uh, did Patrick know what was coming that week for the music? Because we just started that. He did. He did. He was he was okay. ready. He was cued. He had it ready to rock yeah, and roll. Yeah. So the first. The first two weeks like no one knew but me and he didn't even know and i'm like well let me just because he doesn't want to know the list ahead of time right right he wants to be surprised by it and i'm like i don't care i go i i don't even look at you guys list until i'm done with mine so not that you know what not that i'm the one to be actually swayed by someone else's opinion either but so i just send him a play sheet of this is a yes this is a no for the round for each person and he can go back and forth And that way, he's surprised on who it is. And that way, it's a little cleaner, a little crisper. Plus, you throw the music in there, a little nostalgia. As we go on to 80s and 90s TV shows, I think you're going to have a lot more of our target audience being the Chairshot Radio Network on all your favorite streaming platforms and at the Chairshot.com. always use your head, that are going to really entice people. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the
3: '80s. I, maybe I'll have to jump on for the '80s or '90s because that's uh, oh, wow. that's more my oh, don't uh, '70s. I'm like, I, really I don't know any. Podcast. I don't really. I not really watch any of with those. You,
0: if Patrick could have, if Patrick could have one person back on the podcast, it'd be you. He misses you. <laughs>
3: oh man, yeah, it was uh, it was fun to listen to. I yeah, I, I definitely miss it. I, I should have jumped on after uh, we went and watched Ant Man, Quantum the last weekend.
0: Oh well, hey, you know what? Maybe next. Uh, maybe the next one. Yeah, next one for sure. What is, what's what's the next big movie we're going to see? By the way, what's coming out here now? Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, is going to be probably the next one. That's not till I think that's May 9th. There's yeah. got to be something. I don't know if there's there. anything in between. Is it a lot of streaming, a lot of streaming stuff between now and then. Possibly. Yeah. Does DC have something come out before that? I haven't seen anything for those I two. Know this stuff, I'm on Bandwagon <laughs> Nerds every fucking week. It hasn't it's been talked about then. I'm Must the bandwagon have. part of it.
3: <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think there's anything.
0: Well, let's let everybody know speaking of bandwagon nerd stuff and speaking of going to big movies, DP and I we've been getting back to going to the movies together and we're doing all the Marvel stuff. I'm sure we're gonna do the DC stuff. Brother Joe and the Dylanator are sure are in for all that. We love 3D. But before we start on it, let's let everybody know what actually we're going to be talking about on the 365th edition of the DWI podcast. Well,
2: well, we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. It's a she...
3: Kept trying. Oh, she... boy. <laughs>
0: Are you done? <laughs> so should we start up? Uh, let's. You want to start up? Want to start a pool between you and I, or let's just pick? Let's just start. Let's just pick a. Let's pick a week and number of weeks. What, how long until AJ calls in on a Friday and shows up? <laughs> uh, three. Three weeks. Three weeks. I'll say. I'll say next week. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be honest with you. He bailed on doing the doubleheader of DWI the, the other Saturday, and I really haven't messaged him since then. I've been waiting for him to message me back. Just shoot me a t- shoot me a line, AJ. Right, right. He'll be ready. <laughs> He'll miss it. Anyway, He'll miss it, it big time. No, we miss him. We miss everybody. Um, that's why we have everybody on whenever they want. This is just a big party. But you probably do get some of the better shows that, uh, you know, talking actual – know, analysis when it's just dp and i so keep that in mind whether whether or not it's the (laughs) same analysis from both people it you know that that's just what it is but this week we went and saw ant man we're going to talk about that we're going to get into a a real brief conversation on the nba Uh, kind of a preview and a plug for uh, an opportunity for me to plug something i think that's going to be coming up here as we go down the stretch obviously elimination chamber I know you've heard everybody's thoughts on that, so we'll kind of give you a brief overview and more move into what's been laid out for WrestleMania. And, of course, I told you last week it was coming back, and here is Seinfeld Season 4, Episode 3, The Pitch, DPP. Hold that thought while we take this commercial break. What
2: the hell? TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Angry
0: Lemonade. Just... Go find it. All right. I'm not listening to myself talk about it. You've heard it a million times. They're great. Google it. Angry lemonade. Thank you.
2: Thechairshot.com. Always use
0: your head. I don't even know if they've, I've I've never seen a dime from that anyway. So I'm sure they're awesome. Uh, Stickers, pins, illustrations, something like that. If I remember, how long ago was it that I did that? Over a
3: year now. Well over a year. Yeah, that's a lot of beers. It's, yeah, you tend to starts to wash across all things. I can't. You know, we're gonna talk about Ant Man, and that was a week ago, and I can barely remember what the movie was about. So,
0: <laughs> pull that ring the bell. Ring the bell. We're clearly ready. All right. <laughs> what do we? What do we see? Let's talk about the experience, my, my. actually. It was me, <laughs> you. It was the Dillonator. It was Brother Joe. It was uh, Aesop and Asop's daughter, Allison, who was the cutest little kid ever. Um, so it's funny, folks. I bought, I bought the tickets online, so I had the notifications in my email on my phone, and I always snap pictures you know, just so in case I lose the email or I can't get access to my email on my phone, I got the photo, and you can just see it, and you're done with, right? Can you so use no big uh, deal. Apple so... Wallet for those? Or no? Does it allow you to use Apple no, Wallet? I just... I just go on the Mar... – I don't I don't use my Apple Wallet.
3: Okay. I don't, I don't know if Marcus the, the Marcus app does that. Because, like, t- Ticketmaster, you can do that. Like, you can send it to your Apple Wallet, been... and then it's always oh, available, I so good. I don't know.
0: I'm sure you could I just I just put it I just buy them online like on my phone because right. I feel that's the most secure one no that's what and I mean. then yeah
3: and then you can like you can save a like it saves a copy of it to your like Apple wallet so you can get it
0: off I'm sure I could if I had that I probably could I probably could just download the Marcus app and it would work that way through Apple as well on my phone yeah like all the rest of the apps do. Yeah. But like, you know, you get your subscription, you get it's funny because you can go online and get your subscription to Netflix or use your streaming device, whether it's a whatever it is, Apple TV or or a PlayStation or an Xbox and, and sign up for Netflix. But if you go on your phone and sign up for Netflix, odds are the subscription is going to be through Apple. Uh, no, no, no. I've experienced that a lot through a few of my things. I can manage, but I like it better because it's easier for me to manage my subscriptions and cancel them using the iPhone. Ah, Yeah, because it's all like in one spot then, you know? Right. So, right. Interesting. Anyway, Ant Man, we went to the movie theater, and Aesop messages me that he's there and he just ordered food and. They're hanging out, and I haven't even left my house yet. And I'm like, okay, Aesop and his kid are there, and they, they can't go sit down, cause, or can they get in, or whatever. <laughs> they must have got in because they ordered the food. So I sent him the message of, of the screenshot, so they got in. And I got there, and really nice lady checked my phone, and she's like, oh, there's a there's a handout. There's a giveaway. And it was just like this card. They, you didn't get one either. She must have liked me. Right. Hey. And it was, you know, it was like a four by ten, but it was like the movie poster, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, sweet. That's awesome. I like it. I'll save this, you know, whatever. So I go walking over by Aesop, and I meet his daughter, and she doesn't have one. I'm like, hey, sweetie, do you want this? Here you go. So then I immediately give it to his daughter, (laughs) which was fine. She was a sweetheart. You guys showed up. We all got food, popcorn. I I got the, the pretzel bites, and, man, there was too many. I, was I a, think it was supposed to, I should have got like a hot dog or something. What did you get? I
3: just ended up getting the popcorn. We we actually stopped uh, before the movie
0: and grabbed a bite to eat. Uh, See, I got confused because if you go down Moreland, there's Walmart in Muskego there. Mm-hmm. And there's a Wendy's in that parking lot. And the parking lot's kind of set <laughs> up the same. And I thought the Wendy's was at by the theater. And it's not. It's no. like a tire place or something. And no. I can't eat tires, but I was going to get like a bunch of spicy nuggets and, and eat them before. So then I had to get the pretzel bites. I should have got the chicken tenders, which aesop got. They smelled delicious. I mean,
3: if you would have went to Wendy's and got the nuggets, that would have been the same as eating rubber. So, you know. I like the spicy nuggets. Enough. I get the spicy shh when I eat those.
0: Well, you, you don't like spicy. I Well, you do. No, but, I like I mean, spicy. I like, spicy doesn't like me. That's the only problem. <laughs> I just endure the next morning. You know yeah. it's coming. You just got kind of to battle yeah. with it. You, you know, power through taste it.
3: Tasted in one way. <laughs>
0: just grab a hold of something and give her hell. You'll be fine. <laughs> so we went in 3D. Let's start there. As far as the movie goes, how... How much are you glad you went and seen it in 3D? Let's let's kind of put it in that aspect. Do you think the movie lent itself well to it? Do you think it enhanced the experience and and how much for you?
3: I I don't know if it really enhanced the experience. There was a couple shots during the movie that was like, yeah, this is really cool to have it in 3D. But either way, 3D is the way to go. I I just think in general it just looks it does look a little better. Um like some movies it may enhance it a lot. Some movies, like I think this one, it there was a couple shots where it was like, yeah, that was really cool and was much better to watch in 3D. But overall, the movie entirely in 3D is is just much cooler. You see a little more depth and things, uh, you know, which is really cool. And then they always give you that one like special shot that's like purposely done for 3D, which is always like kind of fun. Uh, like like the preview, like seeing watching the previews in 3D. Going to see Mario, like, seeing Mario? That like, did I get you? Yes, oh,
0: we're going to see that.
3: Like, I was like, eh, I don't really want to see that in the theaters. But then when watching it in the 3D, watching the preview in 3D, oh, man, that looked fun. (laughs) We're going, we're going. Yeah. We'll be going to that one. That's good, because I don't Um, think the donor wants to
1: go.
3: (laughs) I
0: was like, we're going to see that, right? She's like, no. (laughs) She will when she finds out there's going to be, like, eight of us instead of six of us. (laughs) Right. (laughs) she seems so get six people to go to a movie by the way right because you can't
3: get you can't get two people to do anything these days so you know
0: but other people can't get other people to do shit i can get <laughs> people to do shit whenever i want <laughs> except for chris god damn it chris <laughs> I can, oh you'll get him i'll get of. him i can't kind of but yeah it's fun though it's like it's more of an event, especially when it's something with so much action and perception and you add the depth perception to it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and you think about Marvel and DC and star Wars and things like avatar and, and certain um, animated movies, it's just so much more fun, you know, and, and it kind of, listen, Ant-Man, Quantum Mania wasn't necessarily a movie for, how old was Aesop Solder? Nine, eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there. Eight or nine, maybe? Yep. yep. And I mean, I know Marvel's huge with everybody, but it wasn't necessarily that age's movie. But when you add 3D to it, it makes it a lot easier for someone to kind of fall in love with what's going on. I thought the Quantum Realm was something that made this so much better. In addition to the way that... They use the multiple personalities breaking out or different use continuing to grow when, you know, Paul Rudd was kind of or Scott Lang. Sorry, was kind of doing his thing to try and save everything and, you know, bring that time capsule, whatever sphere that Kang needed back, you know, down to size. That was a really interesting thing as well. But it's it's always, always really cool when you can see it with these superheroes and things involving space or, 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 animation or CGI that's done really well. And that, that quantum
3: mania, it does lend itself that, that whole realm, what they did with it lends itself to really cool visuals and things like that, because they have you know, all the different kind of colors and they had, you know, all that different shit going on in the background as well. So there's just all sorts of things that keep your eyes focused on like different stuff. Cause you keep seeing, different things going on in the backgrounds which is kind of nice and i think that's that one's always good for you know kids and and stuff like that too so i i really enjoyed it i thought uh i thought they did a good job with gang i always love the comedy that they throw in with these you know um and uh i was not expecting i I knew modok was in this and i i knew where he comes from i didn't i guess i didn't realize that they were going to make him uh darren from the first one which i thought was hilarious was he he like the hornet or something? Yeah, it was the well, the yellow jacket. Yeah. Yellow jacket. Sorry. I yeah, my bad. Yeah. And that was a really good job that they did with that. Um I thought they could have got a little more out of that out of his character like further down, but um they did, they did yeah, a good job. You never know. You never know.
0: Yeah. He died in Avenger, Dan. He died in Avenger. So he says. Oh god. Never Welcome to the club, buddy. Uh, it's never too late to stop being a dick.
3: <laughs> that was the line for the weekend at uh, at the
0: Thunderdome here. So, now that we've talked about our movie going experience and how much we love 3D, and anybody who listens to Bandwagon Nerds knows that I only go to the movie theater unless it's a 3D movie, and the, I kind of told you the you know criteria I have there. Let's get into the nuts and bolts, and I'm not even going to – I'm going to just let you go ahead and, and give your kind of review because if you want to hear me and the rest of the nerds go back and listen to last week's show, we, we spent a plenty amount of time on that and all the trailers from the Super Bowl, so it was a long show last week. But DP, negatives from the movie, um, and, and then – you know, what you liked about it story-wise and then kind of, what did it lend itself for you moving forward?
3: And I see, like I said, you know, that was a week ago and I gotta try and remember. Uh, I'd say, um, I don't know if there's really any negatives, I think, other than this was very close, uh, this was very close to being like almost a filler movie where there wasn't, like they didn't Maybe didn't push the story ahead, um, like they kind of did in some of the other ones. but I think what they did, and I think obviously introducing Kang isn't is the big thing, because right? It's kind of like will an... be the one moving forward. It's kind of an origin story it's not like it's kind of well, they're trying' they're, they're introducing Kang of of where he came from and what he's all about, which they really didn't do in Loki when they first introduced
0: him so no, much. Kind of just, you just knew he's well, like, I have control of the
3: timelines and kind of thing, and that was it.
0: Right, and you didn't really know necessarily it was him until, well, into the series as well. Oh, yeah, it was way at the end. Um, I, I think it but. just kind of showing you more of who Kang is and how powerful he can be. Like, the whole movie is about this one Kang, right? And he's, he's defeated... But there's so many more of him and that's how powerful he is that, he, you know, there's more powerful Kangs than him. <laughs> well, and that's what, you know,
3: that's what you don't know for sure and now you got a stadium. of who's the right one. Stadium full now. Yeah. Well, now you got them all coming. And uh, yeah, because he was like, you know, they that was yeah his kind of story of how he got trapped in the quantum realm. And it was because he's his, himself trapped him, trapped him there, you know, his own other beings from the other multiverses. But you don't know, like, supposedly, it makes him makes it sound like he was the one that kept him in line or kept control of things. But you don't know. You don't know that for sure. Um, but then you see at the end, you know, the the rest of them that are there and the one guy's, like, I don't know if it was the King Tut or the, the Pharaoh Kang or whatever that was like, I, we, yeah. I called them all. And there's, yeah, there's, like, every Kang from every universe coming to, you know, basically trying to destroy all other universes except for one um to that one that to one to rule them all like a highlander
0: um there can only be one but that should all like i said <laughs> there's only one world title baby we're bet it's just like it's guys <laughs> man i mean come on now yeah. if you if you listen to one podcast it's got to be this one i'm telling you what's gonna happen okay back to ant-man sorry <laughs> gotta break um yeah
3: so like i think this this can depending on how they want to tie it in, obviously there's, there's a couple of things they're doing with the secret wars and the, and that too, and that could tie in. And, you know, so it was a nice, it was a nice one to start this next phase, uh, whichever way they end up going. And it was really cool. And then they they probably, they tied in Loki at the end, um, with that, uh, show. So season two should, you know, tie in very well when that starts. And, you know, just the way they bring everything together is just so nice. And, uh, Adding Cassie, you know, into uh, you know she had her own suit and she's trying to learn how to be how to how to use it and all that kind of stuff and the, and the I said, brilliance okay, she so has I, is is going to be oh that was huge moving forward too
0: um, of
3: her knowledge so of the quantum my, realm my
0: naivete my naivete was that oh so she's Ant Girl and and everybody's like no she's Thatcher she's Thatcher is that, I guess is that her character name I don't
3: buy <laughs> I thought that's what they said. Is that what it is? All right, keep going. I'll look it up. Yeah. That one uh, is starting to stretch my knowledge a little bit. But, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, her kind of learning the ropes uh, from her dad on how to, you know, use the suit and stuff like that. Like, you knew she had a suit when she got taken down there and, you know, just waiting for it to happen. And, uh, surprisingly, um, learning what – uh janet went through down there um was something we didn't you know you didn't really know they they brought that in of like how she was you know when she met uh kang down there when she was stuck in the realm and stature sorry stature 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 okay stature uh so like that was kind of cool and and the the surprise oh. bill murray's appearance and that was a little awkward she... but
0: Okay, so they also said she's, Dave also, I remember Dave also saying fleetingly, like, she she likes to, she's more about being big than small, so that's why she's not ant girl, she's stature, because she likes to grow instead. Which they did, that makes sense, because
3: they did tie that in when she... Grew for the first time was like, I'm really hungry. Like, did you get that? Did you get that feeling? He's like, Yeah, right. Like, like, that was kind of fun. Like throwing those little oddball comedy spots in, in between the action is always. I, I love that shit. And uh, you know, learning how many holes the body has was oh, it was interesting. Um, that was a great character.
1: <laughs> I mean,
3: ah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They well, added some I weird
3: did... characters into this one, which was kind of cool. Um. I just, Bill Murray
0: as uh Cry- Cryler.
3: Yeah, Cryler, Uh was really kind of a surprising I, I didn't realize Bill Murray was gonna be in there as a little uh little teaser kind of thing that was kind of cool. A little uh little bit part. Um yeah, just like really all good stuff. Like I I don't really have a lot of negative to say. Like I just like the story was great. Um Scott Lang trying to sell his book, which is real. I found out today.
0: Yeah, it's a I real know. goddamn you book.
3: Me this morning, you texted me and Brother Joe. This morning, <laughs> I came across it. I was looking at some comics to download. I'm, I got to take a work trip, and I'm like, I'm gonna download a few comics to read while I'm on my trip. And yeah, here's Scott Lang's well, book.
0: You, here's here's first thing I thought of though. Well, not the first thing. I, I I laughed, and then I like put my phone back in my pocket, and I was like, fuck this asshole. He's so fucking Sticking around right now looking at the Scott Lang book online, and I'm fucking sitting here working. God damn it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, Fridays. Who works on Fridays? Suckers.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's me, bitch.
3: <laughs> yeah, I uh, thought that was hilarious. I stumbled across it. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. It's oh, an actual. Funny. They're gonna put out an actual book, funny. which
0: I thought was kind of fun. Yeah. Why uh, not? People are gonna buy it. I mean, they're gonna sell a lot of them.
3: Oh, yeah. They'll oh, read
0: it. Um, but, yeah, I
3: very much liked it. I, I know Rotten Tomatoes gave it a shit-ass uh, score or whatever, but, I like,
0: I... fans. But the fans were, like, over 85% or something like that. So the people who actually yeah. went and spent their money that are fans of Marvel and these kind of movies, they liked it. So that's all that fucking... Ma- Dude, all this it. ratings critic bullshit is so stupid. These are a bunch of fucking idiots that don't know a damn thing. Look at like how much the Oscars have changed over the last how many years. Like finally realizing that people don't necessarily want to watch a movie where they really don't know what the fuck happened and it, leaving it up to in interpretation. Well, then what's the fucking point? Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's why I was like, I'm, I'm glad I didn't read any spoilers or anything beforehand or any of that kind of stuff, because I was like, I just want to go in and decide if I'm going to enjoy it, you know, because I, I thought, you know, this one is one that's going to try and finally move the story forward. You know, we went and saw uh, Doctor Strange and um, what was doing it. I forget what the other one was uh, in between, but it was like, yeah, this just was kind of eh, filler movies. I was like, I don't really, i fan. Thor. There was Thor. Was the Thor there was
0: Thor. Black Panther there was uh, Panther, which was good. Black Panther was good. Yeah. Um and then what else was uh Spider-Man No Way Home. That was really good. Yeah. That was really good. And uh yeah, Doctor Strange. But
3: of... I also saw that I also did you see Doctor Strange in 3D? I did not. I'm kind of glad I okay. didn't because it was a horror movie and I'm not a fan. <laughs> uh it was
0: no, it was in 3D it was excellent. Yeah. Okay. I mean that really lent itself to what was going on. So I thought it was really good there. Um but you know what that's okay. They're kind of leading you down that road of well, Dracula's coming and you know uh you know uh Blade and things of that oh, nature. Yeah. I would imagine Yep.
3: That's definitely yeah, Blade's definitely in the in the works here and yeah, you're going to get that that other side, which is fine, but yeah, just not necessarily my cup of tea. Why you?
0: No, but why wouldn't you? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. whatever um let's let's think we we said yes to mario uh that's a movie what what last thing about our movie going experience before i before i add one more note and we'll move on uh, um the flash trailer with ezra miller and ben affleck and michael Key. i that looks great and that's why that's coming out and by the way while we're on the subject speaking of not putting Faith in critics reviews, but the new Aquaman movie is just like being said it's like the biggest piece of shit ever. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, it's fucking Aquaman.
3: <laughs> that's funny. I haven't seen anything about it. That's that's fantastic. I'm I'm hugely looking forward to the next Flash one and you know the the whole flashpoint story that they're doing there. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. And three D is gonna look phenomenal. Uh, what I do like is that they really didn't like. I guess if you want to call it a spoiler, they spoiled that Michael Keaton's in there. Fine, but like they didn't spoil anything of what that story is. Um, and they, he just says oh, I'm flash. Batman. But well, yeah, but like it's if flash. you don't, if you don't necessarily know, it's perfect
0: to reset the whole universe. Yeah,
3: if you don't really know, like how well, if you those don't know, characters fit yeah. in, like like if he's playing Thomas Wayne, not Bruce Wayne or whatever, and he's, like, a different type of Batman, like, uh, you know, they, it's going to be really cool. And it's going to be really kind of a surprising route they take, which is, I, I think, is one of the best stories I've read. So it's it's going to be a really good one.
0: It should be interesting because of the, I don't know. I, <laughs> Yeah. That movie's going to be huge, and it's going to make Gone and Saffron go down the line we have to insert these people in certain places so oh, yeah and if they're re- if they are going to
3: do like a, a reset like they don't which like sounds like they're probably going to do you know because they want to do
0: a whole new thing then
3: it's perfect it's perfect right
0: yeah perfect storyline yeah if you want to be surprised don't look it up if you are intrigued go ahead and it's a great story it's one of the best flash stories um, I'm partial to crisis on infinite earth but that's just me this a, is also an excellent.
3: Yeah. I'm a fan of reading. If you, if you haven't read the comic or whatever, read it before you even go see the movie, just cause it's, they they're, they're not going to be, you know, they're going to be because, true to the story, no. but they're not going to be hundred percent to the, to the books. Like the infinity gauntlet, the whole, you know, infinity wars and all that wasn't the same. Like, it, but like the story, you know, the idea of the story was, was the same, but like where they and went think... and what they, what it was the whole, a lot of the background in the comics
0: wasn't in the movies, but both of them were great. Right. Well, the medium lends itself to telling the story a little bit differently, right? You get a little bit more maximum, you know, punch, if you will, by doing it well. We've seen it's done well and not done well. And, you know, despite opinion, one's running strong and long and the other one's restarting over. So there you go. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We are going to skip the NBA talk, and we can always do that next week because we had a really good time talking about our experience at the movie. And I think we're going to keep that going because DP and I, we we love going to check these things out in 3D. So anything that lends itself to that with a decent enough story and a good enough tie for us, I'm sure, is going to be happening. So hope you enjoyed. uh, PC and DP go to the movies. Um, (laughs) We need a theme song. Yeah. No, oh, there you go. There's yeah. the men on There's film. We need men on film. That's the theme song. The man, the man who brings it up is the man who does the homework. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break as I grab another beer. And when we come back, we're actually going to talk about wrestling. And I will be drunk, so that is very apropos for this show. Dwi podcast: Don't drink and drive. Drinking podcast. We'll be right back.
2: Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your
0: boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking
2: news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
0: Oh, that means it's wrestling time. It's time to talk wrestling. Yeah. It's usually trivia time. I love it. No, we're not going to do trivia. Only when we have a guest or when AJ calls in or if Platt <laughs> ever comes back. But for right now, a lot of, a lot of caveats there. But right now, I love this
2: fucking song.
3: <laughs> well, the boss called me up and said, come in to work. I just hung up on that slave driving jerk. I'm going to wrestling. Going to wrestling. Well, you'd think I'd rather be sweating on a dock or watching somebody use a hammer lock. I'm going to wrestling. Going to wrestling. R A S S L I N. That's wrestling. R A S S L I N. That's wrestling. Well, oh, I love to watch the missing link bang his head on a corner post.
0: And the romper bumper butt butt delivered by the ass man. The romper bumper butt butt delivered by the ass man. Billy Gunn is not the original ass man, folks. Look it up. Wow. I have not seen that maneuver. And I don't know if I want to. That was breaking news. Oh, that was the breaking news. I was like, "Oh, that was it." Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it differently from now on. I feel, so you say something, I think it's breaking news. We're just gonna play that, and then uh, then then it'll be silence, and then we'll move on. Yeah. Elimination chamber. A little bit from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. DP, how'd you enjoy the show? Um, I don't know. That was good. That was good. I. uh... <laughs> <laughs> you you knew there was at least this you knew this is the the one thing that we would for sure be talking about and it's a show where we give our opinion on it and he shows up and i ask him the simplest question i go what what'd you think And he goes eh, i don't know oh. i haven't thought about it dynamite
3: dynamite commentary right there oh what uh <laughs> i think uh I think the, the big matches ended up, you know, going the way we expected. I, I really enjoyed both chamber matches. I thought those were re- they were done really well. I think we we uh, kinda all knew Asuka was gonna end up winning that thing, but um they did a lot of good stuff in there, uh with cross, you know, a lot of couple of big spots off the top of the cages.
0: Do you think that they had it come down to Carmella and Asuka instead of Carmella and Liv because they didn't want I, I don't they don't it doesn't seem like they want Asuka to get booed. No, I mean just... which is big time trouble for Bianca unless she's going to have a heel turn and win this like and and go, turn heel. I think that's what she would should do because she's kind of stale for me as a, as a face right now. Like her her promos and mic time are a little to me um she's still she's still really good but let's just start there i would agree with that I, I think
3: she's in that boat where i feel she would be better she would do better right now as a heel i, I think so for sure because yeah same reasons her her work on the mic is kind of yeah, nothing fancy nothing great she's kind of eh. she almost seems like she's trying too hard um, which is not a good thing you don't want to do that so I think uh, her turning heel would probably be the best way to go and it almost seems like that would be the case if she's going to beat Asuka because yeah the fans are
0: 100% behind Asuka they love the new look and there's no reason yeah there's no reason for Asuka to win this match at WrestleMania
3: No I think that yeah I think the better story would be Bianca winning it and that that would be a heel turn right there is I don't think the fans would be would be happy Asuka, with Asuka for Asuka losing so that would be a good chance to make that happen. Uh, maybe that's why they didn't have live in there. I thought maybe Raquel would be like the last one with her. Um, Cause it seems like maybe she's like the next in line for a push. Cause again, I, for me, I, I've been saying it for a while. Liv just didn't, doesn't do it for me for wrestling. She's just not, I don't know. They had the chance to give her the push. They gave her the title for a little while. It just, I don't think it works. She'll,
0: she'll get it back. She'll get it back. I think she will. I think they like her too much. I think she'll get better here. She's going to learn, I think, while not having the belt for a little while. But I think she could afford to have what happened. I think Raquel could afford to have what happened. And I think they wanted to put Carmella back on that top level, you know? Um, as, as far quickly. as like she can compete for titles. Well, I, why not? I mean, oh, sure. She can work, she can talk. She looks great. She's already established. She's got the thing thing where she comes out and there's an instant thing where the fans know that her and Graves are together and how that dynamic works, right? Like, I mean, it's just one more layer to the story. It's kind of like how Miz has his own reality show. It's one more layer to who he actually is. It's kind of like Total Divas is one more layer to who they're connection with the fans are as well so when anytime you can have that that kind of deeper dive into your actual who you are and not just who you play that kind of ties everything together lets you dig in deeper as a fan a little bit more yeah you have that exposure you have a little more exposure and you have that yeah you have that connection
3: you know we talked about that where you just you know give me a reason to cheer or boo you like i you know tell me tell me your story and and yeah, like Carmella has that, which is very helpful. You know, you you get into a little more of her as a person rather than just like, uh, great, you come out there and you did your shit. Well, why why do I care? Give me a reason to care, and you have a reason to care for Carmella, and it, it, yeah, it works great. I'm not I'm not complaining. I'm not saying no.
0: Uh, I think it fits perfectly. Lashley and Lesnar, four minutes uh, and forty seconds. Why, why? do we? And now we're gonna have Lesnar and Nomas, maybe? Why like, what do we I... unless this is like putting the the uh Hurt business together. If like if this is all to get the Hurt business over on Brock Lesnar, fucking brilliant. Like I'm I'm okay, like let's see what happens, but like if it's not for that, then I don't know what we're doing really. Well I said that before
3: this before the show. When we were talking last week, like this would have been perfect opportunity for Lashley to, to get back with the Hurt Business and set that up with Lashley, you know, having them come out and beat the crap out of Lesnar and make it a DQ that way, you know, and rather than have any kind of match with these two, because it just, why give it away here at the chamber when this is a, this is a WrestleMania match, you know, written all over it. Uh, so I don't want to see, I'm sorry. I don't want to see Lesnar and Omas I, you know, I want to see the Hurt Business get back together. I think Lashley was much better in that role as a heel, a big dominant heel with a mouthpiece, because I don't think he's that great on the mic. Um, and that would this is the perfect chance to do it. I hope they're. I hope that's the way they're going. I just I would rather be Lashley Lesnar again. I want to see that. You know where Lashley has to go through the rest of the Hurt Business to get to Lashley first at oh, WrestleMania yeah. or something. But like, who fuck. Knows? I don't know. Have them wrestle all of them at fucking Mania then. Take down Omos, Alexander, and Benjamin and get to Lashley the Last. (laughs) We'll see. God, I can't imagine. Lesnar's going to beat
0: the... thing.
3: Lesnar's going to hurt Omos I think at Mania because Omos is not that great and he's going to get pissed. (laughs) (laughs) He's going
0: to really fucking put up... He's going to potato his ass. You don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if it's going to happen, but that's just kind of what's like. That's the that's the kind of fallout from that match, and what we're thinking. All right, uh, yeah. um, Beth Phoenix, Edge, they take care of the Judgment Day. Uh, you call? I think you called that. Like, I, you know,
3: I we I kind of knew Rhea wasn't going to take a pinfall, but
0: no, I th- I thought Rhea was going to pin um, Beth. Beth with the um, oh yeah with the glam slam Take over as her okay. new finisher. Yeah. yeah. That didn't happen. That did but not happen. Edge beat Finn, basically. Yeah. Uh, very kind
3: of surprised at that, honestly, because I, I think if they're going to continue this, which it seems like they're still doing with Finn and Edge, uh, you know, why not have Rhea get the pin as her push into mania is going on? Why not have Rhea pin Beth and get that? If you're going to continue the Edge and Finn, they can keep going then because their business isn't done. I, I was kind of, I was just yeah. a little surprised at that, honestly. Little bit. It was a good match, though. Very good match. I thought they they did the the mixed tag very well. You know, even though like you know a couple times, you know both of them got involved. You know, the the men and the women getting involved together in a couple moves. Beth uh, helping Edge with the uh, uh, the corner uh, splash move where she jumps, he jumps off her her back there, like uh, the like the old Christian and Edge days and Hardy's days. So a couple throwbacks like that, which was really cool. Um, but all in all, you know, good match, uh, you know, except some of the, some of the attempted interference with Dominic, you know, trying to, trying to get involved was a little choppy and did not look very well done. It was a little awkward. So, uh, kind of got to figure that shit out, but, uh, match wise, it was really good.
0: (laughs) All right. Austin theory defends his title, successfully in what I thought was one of the best Elimination Chamber matches of all time. I thought these guys went all out. And more importantly, it was kind of a cohesive and synergistic match where everything kind of fell into place the right way.
3: I think everybody got their spots in. Uh, They made Montez Ford look like a million bucks, which is awesome. Because I you know I think we've all talked about that. It sounds like he's kind of gonna be that next guy that's gonna kind of make a big splash and they made him look phenomenal. Uh, Gargano and Rollins had a lot of uh, good interactions in that match, which I thought was really fun. And then uh, yeah, bringing in who Rollins is gonna face at mania. Um, you know, I gotta I, I'll like I'll, pull back a little bit of the curtain. So, brother Joe stuck around to watch the entire pay per view. Uh, I'm still calling it pay per views last week, which I thought was really cool. I didn't think he was going to stick around. He came over and, and, and
0: stayed and watched the whole thing. And he's oh, like, how, about, "How would you like? How would you like this added note?" The next day, he tells me, "I think I'm going to make that a thing. I think I'm going to. I can't watch the show every week, but I think I'm going to watch. I think I'm going to watch the pay per views." It's like, "I mean, I, it's five bucks, and if not, I'll I'll just go over by Danny's." Right, he's got he's got the cock, so he's know. in for night one of WrestleMania.
3: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, but uh, yeah he he was uh so he really hadn't seen the, a chamber match since like the old chambers you know the heck way back at the beginning of the chamber matches and he's like uh, so oh, we're the
0: giant, yeah the giant black steel with the huge circular yeah, the more dome. octagonal
3: setup and everything too. And, so he sees the big ass door, and he's like, "So uh, they have to open that door to let people out." He's like, "Okay, so when does that door gonna get stuck, and somebody's gonna sneak in at the end?" I'm like, "Okay, I don't know." And there it was. Here comes somebody sneaking in at the end while they were trying to get uh, was it Bronson Reed out the door or whatever. <laughs> Here comes yeah. Logan Paul he comes in and does the the buckshot lariat and takes out Seth Rollins. Uh, so yeah, that was that was pretty cool, and he he totally called Think that up That was great.
0: Think about the match Rollins and Logan Paul are going to have at WrestleMania. Like, it's going to be a good match. Logan Paul hasn't done anything but show up and do extremely well. Uh, yeah, agreed. He's, he's been fantastic every time we've seen him,
3: and, and he he goes all out. He's, he puts 110% into it. So, man, it, yeah, he brings that, and, and, you know, Rollins is going to bring his... You know he can he can help direct one hell of a fucking match. I think this that that could steal WrestleMania right there if they wanted to do it. So definitely looking forward to that as a story as we go into Mania. Um, but yeah, Austin Theory. I think we all saw was going to hold on to this, and right on cue. I really wish they wouldn't have given up Cena uh, coming up, that he's going to be there because Theory starts the open challenge for for the open U.S. challenge, and yeah. Here comes John Cena in a couple of weeks and, uh, we're going to get that going, which I think is going to be great. I, I kind of, I, I get, they have to, they want to spoil a little bit to get the ratings, you know, cause people are going to want to tune in. No one Cena's is going to be on the show rather than it be a surprise. So okay, well, um, ticket ticket wise ticket yeah. sales as well. So I, I get it. Um, but yeah, there, there we go. You know, we're off and running. I think that's going to be a great, great feud. Um,
0: yeah, I completely agree. Like we talked about that before. the It's going to be a master class in mic work for Austin Theory. You're going to sink or swim, and we're all going to know it real quick. Oh, real, yeah. real quick. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Sami Zayn. I, like, did you people not learn from Clash to Castle on the... <laughs> 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 like, I mean, come on, it wasn't going to happen at all. Okay, anyway. Where's, where's I thought it was more...
3: Head? Where is it?
0: Because there's no chance in hell! I, I thought it was just another really great chapter in the story, you know? I mean, they had a great match. Everybody did very well at what they were supposed to do and when they were supposed to do it and setting up where they were going it was just more entertainment like it couldn't be as important or epic as royal rumble so granted you might have a little bit of fall off on how hard you fell for it but i still think it did well to keep the storyline moving into wrestlemania
3: well and they uh, they i had my ideas of what was going to happen or what i wanted to see happen uh, you know, being in Montreal, I mean, the uh, the crowd was just all over every time Sami Zayn had, a, had his moment and had a chance and had a run. You know, it was classic storytelling in a match, you know, having Sami Zayn all of a sudden come back and make a big chance and like, oh, he's got him, he's finally got him. And they had him going the whole time, just hook, line, and sinker, bit into it, and it was great. And they, they did a phenomenal job in that match. And then the end... You know, I think we all kind of had figured Jay was going to come out at some point, but he didn't give it away, you know, and I I thought here was where, okay, he's going to side with Roman, but he didn't, he didn't side anywhere. So it's, it was still out in the open, like, okay, where is he really then, you know, and that continued, which I thought was great. And, you know, Jimmy was there to help out and, you know. I think that's just fantastic. I will we'll see how that's gonna well, I think we know where it's gonna end up going. But they didn't give it away there. And then and then I kind of surprised I thought they'd leave Sammy Lane, you know, and get the more of the the booze from his hometown crowd, but here comes KO and the same thing. He didn't side with anybody necessarily. He just he took out oh. Roman
0: and kind of backed away.
3: Well, he found out on
0: Raw that he's not ready to be on Team Sammy and KO, he's not ready to get back together. If you watch Raw, he fervently came out and said, yeah, we're 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 still the same place we were. I did that for me, not for you. Sure, sure. But then, you know,
3: as soon as Jay picks his side, KO is going to pick his. We'll,
0: we'll see. You're going you to have to tune in tonight to SmackDown. We're about 20 minutes away from SmackDown <laughs> Live on Fox. Uh, as we record Friday night, you're listening Saturday. D P P C DWI 365 Chair Shot Radio Network, part of the thechairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head and head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the thechairshot. Pick yourself up a Chair Shot t-shirt. They won't disappoint, I guarantee. Get in soft style. Spend a few extra bucks, you cheap, cheap bastard. Is that a guarantee, uh, like T-E-E? Guarantee? Oh, listen, you know what? I can take a shit in a box and slap a guarantee on it. The only thing you're going to have is a guaranteed piece of shit. I might head up a bull's ass, apparently. Yeah, bees, I'll take the butcher's word
1: for bees, it. Bees,
0: bees. <laughs> oh, welcome to PC and DP. Cool, to top
3: boy. <laughs> I'm allergic to bees. Let's just get out of here.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Overall thoughts: Another great pay per view. I mean, this one was just a really well done. Um, again, you know, yeah. It, it's been a long time since they put on a, a, a not good pay-per-view
3: yeah it's been very solid like every time like there there may be a match or two which are kind of like eh not that great necessarily but like overall the just the the atmospheres feel they've been feeling better the match like qualities have been feeling better like you know part i think part of that might be the road to wrestlemania a little bit obviously but like even before this, like like I said, there's been a, quite a while here where we've had, where we haven't had a disappointing pay per view. You know, a lot of good matches, a lot of good stuff going on. So I'm just loving the stories. I, you know, they, there's just more, there's more stories to sink into, and obviously led by the bloodline and Sammy have been like just killing it, knocking it out of the park. But the other, even the mid card matches and, and stories have been have been very well done.
0: Couldn't agree with you more. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into some more furtherment in the storylines, if you will. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll figure out what's going to happen. I mean, it is the road to WrestleMania. We're on that yellow brick road. I do absolutely love that. I'm just trying to think of other things that are in the periphery here, you know, such as like Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. We still got them kind of storylines going on. Trish Stratus gets sent home from Raw again, uh, like twice she's been sent home and not used. I don't know if they're waiting for a better time. I don't know if that's necessarily 100% true. You know, you read the filthiest of the dirtiest of sheets, but you got Lita and Becky. What kind of story are they going to tell? Do they want them to win those titles? Is that why they kind of moved Trish away from that? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to tell on that kind of story. There's a lot of great things because it is WrestleMania season, like you said, DP. And I don't know, two nights, they got to do a lot. I've, I've heard a lot of things where we're probably most definitely going to get Charlotte and Rhea night one, Roman and Cody night two. I'll leave you with this, DP. You grabbed a drink, I got to grab a drink, and then we got to take a commercial and we're going to talk some Seinfeld. Seinfeld's back on DWI, folks. We're running strong here, season four, Seinfeld wouldn't it be perfect because if you, if you know someone's contract was technically up February 1st, unless injury time was added on to it, which could be fall. But if the rumors are crazy about whatever's going on and WWE trying to get a free agent, that you wouldn't think a really big name because it sounds like Jay White's probably going to go to AEW. Well, then you're like, well, who else? And Kota Bushi's out there, but Kota Bushi's really good friends with someone too. Who's really connected with someone who's supposed to win at WrestleMania. How much more likely are the fans to cheer Cody Rhodes to the heavens when he beats Roman Reigns? Because after the bloodline comes out to help Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega comes out to help Cody Rhodes win the WWE undisputed universal championship. And now AJ Styles is coming back. And now we got the judgment day and now possibly the hurt business. And here is how you fill the stories that happen over the summer. You can go to commercial or react DP. I got to get a beer.
2: Now a word from my god, our sponsor.
0: Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting
1: reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com.
2: Always use your head.
0: Let me see. All right, go ahead, Susan. Tell him. Tell me what? Well, I... Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me one second. Hello? Hi. Would you be interested in switching over to TMI, Long Distance Service? Oh, gee, I-, I can't talk right now. Why don't you give me your home number, and I'll call you later? Uh, well, I'm sorry. We're not allowed to do that. Oh, I guess you don't want people calling you at home. No. Well, now you know how I feel. There's not many times when there's an actual studio audience and they don't just woo or laugh. They literally clap because you said something and did something and wrote something and played it out so perfectly that it actually meant something to them. That's what that that applause meant. That was like, respect and thank you for saying that for me. That was like, thank you for being my voice because folks, if you don't remember and you're too young, you might kind of get a gist of it with spam calling now, right? But back in the day, it was telemarketers, and they call and try to sell you stuff, and they got your number, and eventually there was no call list, and this went to the government and everything else, so it was a huge deal. Like, I don't want to run all the way across my house to pick up a ringing phone only to have someone try and sell me something. That's like no solicitors kind of thing, right? But only they're invading your home. And Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld wrote and executed that joke and that proclamation for everyone who was disgusted with what they had to deal with that in that sense and it was perfect DP. That's one of my
3: favorites from this whole series honestly because it and that's what it's 100% relatable to everybody you know that's that's the big part of that and yeah if you lived in that era everybody has that happen and that's yeah that was one of the genuine reactions that you don't need a you don't need the applause sign to light up for that one like everybody's like fuck yeah like god damn it like that was just so and it's like it's almost a throwaway joke you know because it's in the middle of nothing you know at like well what the show is but you know it's uh you know it's whatever 5 seconds of a joke but it's it, that one like
0: stands the test of that era it's so good <laughs> it is and a lot of important things happen here on season four episode three of the pitch not only one of the most historic kind of like quick writes, quick scene lines of all time that we just talked about because dp and i both we both tried to reference this and like say it but you can't you can only say do it though it was so clean and tight the way they did it it's hard to like retell that joke at a bar or something and pass it along but anyway I call this the crazy Joe DiVola episode. How about you?
3: <laughs> this is the introduction of Joe <laughs> It's fucking weird so, ass. So
0: <laughs> so early on Kramer and Newman are trading fucking a radar detector Knicks, you know? for a yes.
3: motorcycle helmet. <laughs> and yeah, that is, is a great one. It will work. Because the radar detector doesn't even work. Well, he know. That's what's great. Yeah, he's So they're doing this inside Jerry's apartment. And Jerry's like, why the how, why are you doing this? Why would you you know what's the point of this whole thing? And he's like, you know, that he wants to get this helmet. And he's like, Why the fuck would you give him a radar detector for this helmet? And they're having this whole argument about it. Um and then he wants to uh back out of the deal, I think, right? Because there was something wrong with the helmet. I'm trying to remember. Well
0: first that. of all, Jerry finally figures it out, and he along this argument they're having him and Kramer, he stops and and, and bla- put Flat out, asks Kramer. It does the radar detector doesn't even work, does it? And Kramer goes, "Oh no!" As soon
3: as, as soon as, as soon as Newman walked away, he's like, "That radar detector doesn't work." No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just... <laughs> that, that doesn't work, does it? He goes, "No, no." That's
0: such a great bit. This whole <laughs> we're argument. Not talking about beach combing for for like coins. This is like a catch the police catching you on radar. Yes, that
3: kind of radar detector. That that's another one. That's a. You don't have that. Well, we're gonna get
0: anymore. to that next, ep- we're, next episode. We're gonna get to the malfunction, the, oh, the God. non-working radio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, go ahead. But yeah, that was, <laughs> that's
3: another great one too. But yeah, this is this is the first one where it really starts at the start of a long uh, kind of storyline that's like not just a single episode type of story where Jerry gets. Uh, uh, you know, confronted by two executives from NBC who are interested in, in doing it after one of his sets at the, at the show, at the comedy show, and are interested in doing a TV show with him. And so they he's got to come up with some ideas, and of course George is all in on this and has his own uh, sets of ideas and wants to help out and write. Because uh, he's like, why would you be, you know, why how why do you think you're a writer? <laughs> it's like, how hard can it be to write a sitcom? which I think is hilarious because they're just laughing at it at themselves this whole time, which is, which is another fantastic thing. So it's just, yeah, it's the start of them trying to sell NBC on a show about themselves,
0: about their own show. So which, which, uh, story do you want to attack first? Joe Davola or, or the pitch? Let's start with the pitch. Cause I think if
3: you're talking to this, the crazy Joe Davola story, then, uh, we need to finish with that.
0: <laughs> okay. It's fine so they go there and what George ends up this is this is um that's Susan right or is that, that is not Susan Susan yep this is the thats of Susan as well it is so this is, this is so like you said longer storylines and like I said super important episode huge
3: because it just fits it it fits in with them this whole trying to you know, pitch a story or trying to write stories for their own sitcom. And then yeah, the introduction of Susan, who we'll get to, you know, down the road here too, of you know, George and, and her almost getting married.
0: <laughs> yeah, well it was yeah. That's but, a that's a pretty good way to put it. So a show about <laughs> nothing. Go ahead. Talk about the pitch. So a show about nothing. Yeah. Jerry, so
3: <laughs> uh, so George comes up with the idea while they're just sitting at the at the coffee shop talking about something stupid I can't remember but so George of course uh, you know after being completely nervous about going into this uh, you know into the meeting and doesn't want to say anything is going to let Jerry who's going to say all the things as soon as uh, he gets comfortable George just blurts it all out I'm going to say why well, I could sum this all up in one word nothing and the, and the executive the the VP is like what do you mean? It's be something. He's like, gotta be about something. He's like, well, what did you do today? Uh, I got up and, ha- well, what'd you do this morning? I got up and had breakfast. There you go. That's a show.
0: That's a joke. <laughs>
3: like what? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, just a terrible ass pitch. Uh, and no, like nobody's on board except for Susan, for some reason, uh, thinks it's a good idea and is able to convince them to have a second meeting and then try again, basically. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just like, sounds like one of the worst pitches I've ever heard for a show. <laughs> like, eh, it's about nothing, which is true to this show, but it's got
0: to be about something, right?
2: No,
3: no, it doesn't.
0: It's the overall nothing. And that's what's what's missed on on, you know, the concept of what's being pitched here as opposed to what you actually watch in the show of Seinfeld. It is nothing. There's no sentimental moment. There's no hug. There's no happy. There's no s- redeeming story arc, Marvel-wise, right. if you want to call it something like that. Nobody it's learns from an
3: experience. Of...
0: Nobody is, uh, you it's know...
3: Better off just... after the experience? Mm-hmm. Richer really <laughs> sure for the experience? Uh, ends, for enemy, become, just... Friends become enemies? Enemies become friends?
0: Yeah. No, Stewie. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean it's funny because the things kind of weave together. um uh, we might have to go back and forth here though uh do you want to finish the pitch story or do you want to see how it kind of all relates at the end there? Well, let's see how it relates at the end because that's yeah that's that's the big part about this
3: um but yeah, go ahead while the, while they're waiting for to get into the get into their
0: meeting. Uh, Jerry runs into somebody that he knows. And he spills the beans, unfortunately, about Kramer's birthday party uh, to crazy Joe Devola, who apparently was seeing a psychiatrist. But the psychiatrist now has, we'll skip ahead a little bit to just kind of explain the events that about to unfold. He's gone over to Europe with Elaine. Weird. So Joe Devola has gone crazy. Uh, now Kramer's on his list, if you will, uh, speaking of wrestling terms. And fortunately enough for Kramer, he has Newman's helmet.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> he comes
0: into the was it into the coffee shop? It was at Bell's, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so apparently he runs into Joe Davola outside. Joe Davola kicks him in the head. Thank God he's wearing the helmet. You can see this massive
0: dent in the helmet now. Well, the the physical comedy he does at the table is excellent as well because he puts the helmet on while he's explaining why he was going to pick up his helmet because he was getting the neck strap, uh, the chin strap redone. So he had the helmet on and he walked out and he puts, like, you could see the dent and crease in the helmet and he hits himself in the head right in that spot and then pops his head right down on the table. It's just excellent physical comedy. (laughs)
3: Yeah, that's fantastic. And he's like, so, you know, thank God he had the helmet. Thank God he, that, that they didn't uh, renege on the transaction that uh, Newman wanted to do and go back on it. Because it
0: saved his life. It saved his life. So this leaves the Kramer being a little bit loopy. And we turn the scene now to Jerry's apartment where George and Susan, who he's brought along with him, <laughs> is found Crushed encounter jerry telling the telemarketer how it is which we experienced and talked about already kramer walks in to grab some milk and he's drinking the milk to which jerry turns which leaves the question why do you leave expired milk in the fridge but jerry goes that's the question how old is that milk and kramer looks and i don't know it's like what did he say march or february or something and it's august yeah it was it was got to been like six months old at least Maybe it was because from the trip or something. I don't know. Was that a kind of a reference from that being gone and coming back and how soon it was? I don't think I so because be they even. did the pitch and everything. That doesn't make sense. Basically, anyway, yeah. I'm trying to make excuses. I'm trying to sympathize and I shouldn't. It was just, just poor storytelling. Why? There was sour milk in Jerry's fridge. There was no explanation for that throughout the episode. No, they don't They don't ever talk about that stuff. And, and that one, no,
3: not at all. There was no reason why it should have been in there. Um, it was just he, there.
0: Yeah, and he didn't. So he it drank it and, he threw, and he threw up on Susan. Kramer throws up on Susan. So yeah, and now we have to wait till next week to find out whether or not that's going to affect their ability to continue to pitch <laughs> so, to NBC. Yeah, the one person that was on their side,
3: <laughs> Man, and Kramer just threw up on all their dreams of having a show.
0: Yeah, speaking of. And speaking of Kramer, you always got to talk about Newman. Next week's episode is entitled The Ticket. I wonder who it's about and how it happened, considering someone was sold a faulty radar detector.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler, I I watched ahead because I didn't realize it was the same episode on Netflix. they, They combined them for some reason, and I yeah. just was Frank watching Costanza,
0: it. it? And is then, it Frank Costanza gets a ticket? Does Frank Costanza get the ticket? I, you know, it's not Frank Costanza. Is it Jerry's mom? Is it Jerry's mom? It's not Jerry's mom. All right, I got one last guess. Is it Bob Sacamano? Bob Sacamano. I, you
3: know, a good friend of Kramer, but uh, I, don't think he'd, I don't think he would sell Bob Harry, Sacamano well, a
0: faulty radar detector. Folks, <laughs> tune in next week to DWI 366. But until then... Uh, We had a good time today. We hope you did as well. Continue to go to movies for whatever reason it is. We love it because it's 3D. Next week, we'll uh, talk some NBA. I think that'll be a really good uh, start to the show. And then we'll get back into storylines, moving into WrestleMania, and, of course, Seinfeld Season 4, Episode 4, The Ticket, DPP. You want to let everybody know what's happening on all the socials and where they can find Yo. Wow follow this show for sure um, at podcast dw on
3: twitter and do i have uh, i mean you already you're you you run the twitter feed so yeah <laughs> you kind of have to and uh Fuck. <laughs> but if you don't like twitter if you're not a fan and uh, you shouldn't be a fan of facebook either but go on there and facebook.com slash dwipodcast <laughs> you know it's on there too why not Go to Chair Radio Network on all your favorite streaming platforms. Or there you go. Always use your head. Or follow me if you want. At, uh, it's me, DPP, all over those worldwide social media interwebs. It's everywhere. Same name, no matter what.
0: Or buy a t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash You can follow Also buy a t shirt. Buy a t shirt. Not or. Buy a t shirt. Yeah. I'm PC Tony. Follow me at PC Tony. The music's going to go up, and I have to stop talking.
2: Hairshot.com. Always use your head